0: talk about Antoine Whitfield as a possible target for the Chicago Bears. It seems like he may be a player that does not get franchise tagged. Should the Chicago Bears take a look at this talented safety? We're going to talk about that. Plus, it's Friday, so that means we're going to dive into the mailbag. Plus, I'm going to cyberbully. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago
1: Bears news and content.
0: What's going on Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly you guys can follow the channel at Bull Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into this content for today. and David Kaplan, this is a guy who, if you guys have been around since the start of the podcast, I know we got a lot of new people, I have never really cared for David Kaplan, I have my own personal thought process on him, to me he's slowly becoming the Nick Fidel. Of Chicago Bears coverage I think a lot of what he says just doesn't come to fruition you know it's a lot of things with David Kaplan now he had comments based off Justin Fields saying why he unfollowed the NFL and the Chicago Bears
2: and he said this unfollowing the Bears unfollowing the NFL that's a coward's way out I don't want all the rumors on my timeline I just want to go on vacation and get away from everything then why do you go on a podcast to become the lead story on every channel when has the Bears ever posted about a rumor? The answer's never. So that's a bunch of BS, Justin. Two, there's a mute button. Why don't you just mute the ones you don't want to see? Or, better yet, you can delete the app and sign back on when vacation's over, if that's what you choose. Three, I want the TVs turned off. I'm tired of hearing about the Bears quarterback spot. Mitchell David Trubisky, 2019. Mm-hmm. How is that any different than this guy saying, I just I just want it to be over. I'm tired of the rumors, Caleb, Justin, Justin, Caleb. Why don't you just keep your mouth quiet and just get off the grid, man? Now,
0: there are some that I agree with that. Like, could
2: you just disconnect? Yeah. But to call
0: a man a coward because they decide to remove, which is something reportedly that Justin Fields does every single offseason is one thing. But the thing that bothered me, well, not really bothered me, but that stood out the most is, David Kaplan saying that he that calling Justin Fields a coward. Now, David Kaplan is the same guy who, when Pat the designer from the Chicago Bears podcast, who works in the same building in ESPN 1000 as you, called out your reporting on Justin Fields and called you terrible for it and basically called you to carpet for how you, not, not disrespectfully, but called you out on it. You completely cowered away from that, even saying so much to say, I don't pay attention to social media. So I get where David Kaplan comes from. But Cap is a guy who at this point in time, he's one of my biggest things that, that stick out to me of why I hate the national media. Not because of his thoughts on Justin Fields. That's one thing, right? That, that's the thing. You, you're there to have your thoughts and your feelings on what the Chicago Bears should do with the quarterback situation. It has nothing to do with that. Good. You want to see Caleb come in here? Cool. Now, when you were talking to people like Keyshawn Johnson who called you out on it, again, you cowered away and you kind of backtracked on your statements. That's something that David Kaplan does a lot is he backtracks a lot on things that he says. And that is why now, David Kaplan is the biggest front runner in all of Chicago sports media. That is what it is. He is going to ride with whatever the, the, the current buzzwords are around the Chicago Bears so that he can get the most clicks. Because at this point, David Kaplan's credibility is about the same as Tape Never Lies. And I don't mean that in a negative way for Tape Never Lies. I just mean that people look at Swift and Tape Never Lies at the same level as David Kaplan because Cap is a fucking idiot. And I'm sorry. I'm trying not to curse. I'm trying to be involved as a person. When it comes down to it, David Kaplan, like I said, is one of the biggest front-runners in all the Chicago media. He's a guy who's just going to say what he says. A lot of the things that he, that he uh, says is rumors and the things that he's heard ends up becoming unsubstantiated and proven wrong. David Kaplan is one of the, the – when I talk about people in the national media that just say whatever they, they can say to get people stirred up in Chicago to get those clicks, to kind of generate that, David Kaplan is one of the biggest examples of that, and it did not start off that way. David Kaplan is somebody who is seeing the game pass them by, who is seeing people like Pat. The designer who worked himself out from the basement doing Windy City Breeze, by people like Swifty who worked themselves up from being, you know, on the other side of the camera and doing verse, voiceovers. David Kaplan is fighting for relevancy in this. Despite his YouTube channel having over 20,000 subscribers, he gets the same amount of views as people like us. Because David Kaplan, people look at David Kaplan as what he is, and he's not respected by other columnists in ESPN. He's just not. People look at David Kaplan like a joke, and the only person not in on the joke is David. Kaplan. So when you sit there and talk about things and want to call people cowards and use buzzwords and things like that, you really should look in the mirror because the call is coming from inside the house. With that said, I want to get to the football aspect of this and I want to talk about somebody who the Bears could look to target in the free agency. Now it could get expensive for them, but this is somebody who is expected to not to 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 not get the franchise tag from their team as their team looks to kind of move on from some things. And this is actually a player that the Chicago Bears uh had on their draft board and even interviewed. In, in the 2020 draft, and that's Antoine Winfield Jr. Now, this is a guy with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who's had a really good season. Uh, he's a safety. He's only 5'9", though, which could c- cause some problems. But this guy is a guy who just outright gets it. When you look at last year, for, for the, did I say Milwaukee Bucks for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, when you look at it la- last season, he had 122 tackles, 76 of those being to- uh, solo tackles. He had six sacks. Six fumble, forced fumbles, six fumbles, four fumble recoveries in that three interceptions. This is a guy that, if the Bears aren't going to go safety in the draft and do want a veteran piece, this is a guy I would not mind next to Jaquan Brisker at all. And it makes some sense. They've scouted him before. He ended up going to the Bucs. They made the right decision there in the draft. But listen, He's a guy who uh, he he was a he was in the Pro Bowl in 2021, first team All Pro in 2023. He he forced more fumbles. Uh, well, no one forced more fumbles than than Winfield last year. Um, and he had six sacks being a safety. This is a guy who, with his age of being 26, he turns 26 in August. This is a guy who makes sense. And since a, fr- a franchise tag may not be there for him, we'll see what happens with that. I do think that if he does make it out and into the free agent market, that the Chicago Bears can should absolutely look to take to to maybe sign him again. That's if they don't have like you guys know I'm a Jaden Hicks guy. I would love to see the Bears go after him in in uh, the draft. But we got a lot of things positions that we need to fill now. The money aspect becomes one of the things about it that you got to ask yourself: Will will the Bears be willing to pay the money that it would take to get Winfield Junior in here? That is one of the things to to, to look out for. So. You know, it, it's been some things back and forth. It says that the Bucks may be likely to use the franchise tag on him. You also see things that they may not use the franchise tag on him, but I do think that if he does hit the free agent market, I think that the Bears should definitely take a look, at least seeing if they can get him in here, and we'll see what happens with that. Now, if they do end up hitting, uh, using the franchise tag on him, cool. You still kind of pivot to doing what you can do, but if he hits, The free agent market. I think that the Bears should absolutely look and consider getting him in here. Uh, Reportedly, uh, you know, they over the cap has projected uh, 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 projected salary to be between sixteen and eighteen million dollars. So that means that you're not going after another a big uh, free agent in either wide receiver or edge, possibly. But it is somebody that the Bears could absolutely take a look at. But you guys can let me know what you guys think on that down below, as always. But before we get into the mailbag today, we're actually going to have a message from one of our sponsors, and that is Or. I'm sure most of you know anyone can find anything on the internet, including your full legal name and personal email, your home address, phone number, and even your relatives. For me, personally, I never took this kind of stuff seriously, that people can take my personal data and use it for their own financial gain. Well, in 2019, I got my identity stolen, including my social security number and credit card information, and it was a total nightmare getting it all sorted out from recouping loans that were taken out in my name and shopping sprees on my credit card. There are some really bad people out there, and it's sad to say, but it's true. Do a Google search for your personal information or someone you know and see if a people search site shows up. The information is easily accessible because of data brokers who profit by selling your information to robocallers, telemarketers, spanners, and anyone else that wants to learn more about you. And so for me, protecting my and my family's personal data and information is at the utmost importance because of the terrible experience I had four years ago. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, Aura. Aura will identify data brokers that are exposing your information and automatically submit opt-out requests on your behalf. They will even opt out of junk mail and telemarketing lists. Aura also monitors your emails and passwords to see if they were involved in any data breach and exposed on the dark web. Aura's app also features VPN password manager, real-time credit card and identity theft monitoring, internet parental controls, and protects your device from malware. Aura has almost every internet safety tool you'll ever need all inside one app, which is what makes it so amazing so that you don't have to use multiple platforms and sites to protect yourself. Let Aura do the hard work, keeping you safe online. And if you sign up right now, Aura will give you a two-week free trial with my link below. You'll be shocked at how much your private information Aura finds exposed over two weeks. I was shocked at how much my information Aura was able to find when I was using the app. Go to Aura.com slash CBC to start your free trial. Also linked in the description, or you can scan the QR code here. Now back to the video. All right. Let's go ahead and get into the voicemail bag for today. Love you guys leaving these voicemails in. And if you are a new uh subscriber to the channel or the podcast, we'll tell you guys how to get your voicemails in here on the end of the episode. By the way, some of you guys are still calling the Chicago Bears Central Line, so pay attention to the number. It's in the description. I'll say it at the end. Hopefully I say it right. But let's get into this first voicemail. This one's from John um, Johnson.
1: You know, hey, it's your boy John Johnson, South Carolina. I was looking online and I was looking at the stuff, and a lot of teams, you know, gonna be like casualties. Hoping that none of our big names are in those casualties, but I was looking at one list, I think it's for the Chargers. And it had Joey Bolsa, it had Khalil Mack. You know, Chargers got this year issues, like Mike Williams and, uh, can't remember the other wide receiver name. Um, but they're not gonna be able to, to pay everybody. <laughs> now, Let's say, for example, let's say if we had to choose and we had to bring somebody in, let's say either Khalil Mack again, which I would love that move, or Joy Bosa. Is that something that's possible that could happen? Because I would love to have Khalil Mack if we could like schedule, you structure whatever contract or, or bring Joy Bosa in. Would the money situation work out with that? You know, guys think that would be a good fit, but. Out of those two, man, I'd love to have
0: one of those guys alright Job time tying up. Bear down. All right. So, Bosa and Mac. Like, the reason why Bosa and Mac could absolutely be casual, uh, cap casualties, is that they together carry almost $75 million against the cap. For example, that is more money than what the, what the Bears have in cap space this year. Again, I know you're not saying sign both of them. I'm just saying that that's why I wanted to add some color for anyone who's listening or watching. But here's the thing. They both have some some concerns and that's why they could. Bosa has struggled to stay healthy and while he's a beast do not get me wrong, he's definitely somebody that has some 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 concerns there when it comes down to injuries. And then Khalil Mack somebody who's a former Chicago Bear for sure, finished with a career high 17 sacks in just last season even at his age, you got to ask yourself is that is the contract that he's going to be worth. That's part of the reason why we we sent him out is because of the age thing there now. The Bears are in a completely different spot. Than what they were last year, so if he's willing to take a friendlier contract, could Khalil Mack come back to the Chicago Bears? I wouldn't be against it. I still think we would still want to go after a young edge, uh, so that that maybe further in the draft that can develop some. If you're not going to go high up, but I wouldn't hate Khalil Mack or Nick Bosa on this team. It comes down to though, I'm sorry, not Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa. We really love Nick Bosa on this team, but Joey Bosa, I'm not against either one of those guys being on the team, it just depends on what that contract is going to look like. That's what it comes down to with the Chicago Bears. It just comes down to the contract. Bosa being 28 years old, it's kind of outside the range of of age that the Bears usually sign people at, but Bosa could definitely help in a lot of different ways. You can't take away from what Bosa brings, either him and Khalil Mack. Um, Bosa last year with six and a half sacks on the season. He only played nine games, though. So, you know, it, 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 Bosa, I think if you can get him, and you can get him on maybe one of those one-year prove-it deals or even a two-year deal that's not a super huge amount of money, but he could be looking to sign for that. It, de- it depends, right? It comes down to the money. And I think that you don't want to spend high money on either one of those guys. So if they come down after being released and they're willing to sign more reasonable contracts, I think you may be on to something. But it, it does come down to what those contracts are going to be, John. Thank you for the voicemail. There, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Fred.
3: What up, hey? It's your boy Fred, man. And What it do to the cognac boys and and Cabo and Thibault? Hey, you know what? I was watching y'all show, man, and I with the safeties. There's some nice safeties coming out in the draft, and we might have some nice safeties, you no know saying, in free agency as well. I'm okay with the Bears either doing either or drafting another safety or signing one in free agency because I'm just ready to see our team to to get they shine on. And to be back in the playoffs. You so know, it has been a long time since us their fans had that moment. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, you know, like, yeah, it's other you know saying things that we need on this O line. Like we need center, possibly another left tackle, you know, like like C Dove said. Bryson Jones is a little flaky. And I'm and I can agree with on that because last year it was like he, he was better. There's like this past season, it's like he just went Backwards and like I don't know, like I can say we need a left tackle, get us a center, get us some debt pieces on uh the O line as well, and get us some weapons, you know, so we can north and shine and take off on everybody in the league because people don't know we coming, you know what I'm saying? We like the Bears been down too long, you know what I'm saying? And they've been hyper. I'm, I ain't gonna say down. I'm gonna say they've been hypernating too long, and it's time for us to get out shine on again. Time we talk getting to the playoffs, and then maybe next season after that. Then we can talk about Super Bowls. But right now, like you said, hey, we ain't going to talk Super Bowls at the moment until we know what our team looks like and see how far that we go, do good in the season and see if we get to the playoffs and win a division as well. We do those things. Now we can talk about, you know, Super Bowl and everything else. So, but I just hope, you know, Ryan Poles you know, go get, you know, the weapons, you know what I'm saying, on the offensive side, that line, and we get, you know, another edge rusher. And I hope we don't bring Justin Jones' weekend back because. I'd rather see uh that boy Dexter start at the D.C. Let him in uh pickings, you know, rotate or you start pickings and rotate uh Billings in as well. So because Jones, he does a lot of talking. He's not one of them dominant, you know, D.C.s that'll make teams like, oh, we gotta double team this guy. You know, we need a premier dominant D.C. on that line to go along with Sweat and whoever else the uh, other ass rusher, whether it's Espinosa or I might say his name wrong or Dale Hunter, or we get somebody in the draft, though. So I'm all for the same, you no know, building, you know what I'm saying, getting pieces and everything we need. We get all the pieces that we need, we're a contender. So with that being said, man, you know, I'm just looking forward to you guys, you know, if the drop us with content. Chicago up, better out or nothing.
0: Yeah, center and left tackle are definitely positional needs for the Bears. I think we need depth. And if you want to bring in somebody to kind of push Braxton Jones and compete for that starting left tackle position, that's not a problem at all either. Center is an absolute need for sure. And uh, yeah, and definitely weapons. I think that's the kind of thing we all know. We know that the Bears definitely need weapons. Now, as far as Justin Jones, here's the thing that I'll say. Justin Jones was much better last season after uh, Montez Sweat came in. But I kind of agree with you. I'd like to see Javon Dexter get that opportunity. And then I think we also have Walker right. who if we do sign or draft an edge that starts, then Walker can move on the inside and outside as a depth piece. So then at that point, I don't think you want to bring back Justin Jones because I think Walker's going to be that as well. So I agree with most of what you said there for sure, Fred. And I think the Bears have this, with the right acquisitions and signing, and I know you could say this about almost every team, but with the right signings and key positions and still having guys develop up behind them, the Bears can start setting up this defense that can be good for years and years and years years to come um, because you want to develop your guys. And I definitely think having Eric Washington and him talking about how much he really likes the talent that we have on the defensive line, and he likes to rotate people. He he really he goes deep in the depth uh, period of that of that defensive line. So I think you're going to see those rotations be really good, and everybody's going to get opportunities, even some more than what they got last season. So definitely that that's a big thing. Great point outs and call outs there, Fred. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from R J. Hey,
1: what's going on, fellas? This is R J calling in the day down here from the Memphis Ten. Man, I just wanted to um, get a few ideas off y'all. Man, I'm so sick of this Justin, Phil, Caleb, Mid. Man, I just really hope it all be over soon. If they if they really look at their cars, man, just watch what they doing free agency. If the pros go make some big splash signings for, for this defense and this offense, man, to take a big leap and he spent some money, then we probably need to keep Justin and, and, go, and roll, go and roll this championship team. And if they want to draft Caleb and reset, Man, I don't want to hear shit about no. Uh, oh, we we losing cause we still rebuilding. You gotta get Caleb tied. Man, the same bullshit they talking about Justin with cause if you draft Caleb, you ain't finna go get none of these pieces that he really gonna need to succeed. I'm so sick of these fools like Ghost of Judah. Oh, they some Justin sexuals. Nah, nigga, that's nonsense, nigga. We got common sense. We know that man. We still got so many holes from. We got two left guards. We got a left guard, a right guard. You don't never know when these motherfuckers going to play. You got two centers that's going to be gone. You got a left tackle and breast and dead. Man, why he is good and serviceable, I will give him that. Man, he not no elite left tackle like a uh, Fasano or Joe Alderby. Man, come on with this BS, man. Man, to me, man, I, I just want to see. I'm like Kimberly, man. I just want to see Chicago build around Justin and give him weapons. To see what the birds can really do man even if you do decide to move off just the next year my entertainment be set up man to where we got top church talent all the way around and it, it's really fun you can go get a rookie qb man It's always gonna be a it's gonna be a generation of talent every year let them tell it we might we don't got to take Caleb, but if we do but I'm cool with it because that means Poe did his homework and he felt like that was the best decision for the team. So, man, I, I just think that, man, I'm tired of all these mock drafts and stuff. And they're just waiting until free agency to see what kind of move Poe do. And I think that'll start to tell a hand. Man, what y'all think? Chicago up, burn down, baby.
0: Bears keeping uh, Justin Fields if they make big moves. Here's what I'll say on that. Um, I, I agree with a lot of what you said, right? That I think if, the, if they are going to make some big moves, that that's definitely – Um, you know, that may point to that. But I think this, even if the Bears do draft Caleb, I think that the expectations around this team are still that of playoff aspirations, not just because of the quarterback situation. I know some Caleb Williams people are going to hear that and say, well, why would we have the expectation to make the playoffs with a rookie quarterback? We didn't do it with Justin. It's not about the quarterback situation. It's about where the team is, where the team is right now. And the talent on this team, especially that defensive side of the ball. And if we add some of those key free agent pieces I think that this team is still a good enough team to pur- push and propel forward and to be contending for the playoffs, right? I won't necessarily say you have the expectation of making the playoffs 100%, but I do think that contending for a playoff spot, those last few weeks of the season being meaningful, is definitely something that to have that expectations for the Bears, regardless of the QB situation, because of where the team is right now and the talent around this team. We are in a much different situation than when Justin took over as starting quarterback from where we're going to be next season, even if the Bears do draft Caleb. So I think that the expectation has to be there regardless of this team fighting, keep moving forward, keep progressing, and be contending for that playoff spot next season. But great voicemail there, RJ. Let's get into this next one. This one's from Ant.
1: Yo, what up? Hayes? this is your boy Anthony down in Louisiana. Hey, I got a quick question for you because I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it. But to me, it's one of those sneaky needs that the Bears absolutely have. We haven't had a good one in a while. Uh, what do you think about the gunner on special teams? Because I believe Trent Gill got a really good leg, and he got a bad rep of being a bad punter because we don't have any good gunners to get down to get any good tackles. Like To me, if I'm not mistaken, the last good gunner we had on special teams was Sherrick McManus? Like he was an absolute dog on special teams. I just feel like we don't, we don't have that anymore. And it's a, it's a spot that's not like a really big major need, but on special teams it really is a need that I feel like we should kind of address a little bit if, if we can. You know what I mean? Like maybe a Terrell Smith or you know, Baylor Jones is crap on anything else. Maybe he'd be a good gunner with to use his speed to get down there. You know. Just a thought, you know. Let me let me know what you feel about it. Like, I feel like it's it's important for special teams, but not in the overall arching of the team. But like I think it's a good deed. And like I said, let me let me know what you think about it, man. As always, tie time up, bear down, appreciate the time.
0: A special teams gunner, first of all, let me commend you for using a term that's rarely used nowadays is gunner. A lot of people don't use that. I'm sure a lot of people are listening to that voicemail asking, What the hell is a gunner? So a gunner is the guy who uh who Basically, is is is, is, is on, when you're kicking off, is is a threat to go down there and bust things up. It's basically a big time tackler, uh, a, a good special teams player. Here's the thing: as special teams is less and less prioritized, um, the impact of that is less prioritized. Even the NFL kind of changing special teams, it's going to be less important. Now, I, yeah, you want to have somebody on that defensive side of the ball, and I think we we kind of had that in like Micah Baskerville, Dylan Cole to an, exe- uh, to an extent. But I don't think that's something like the Bears need so much things of, of different skill positions. I won't say that that necessarily needs to be a focus, but I do think that in having depth, right, and having players that don't necessarily play a lot of snaps, like on the defensive side, you can have those guys in special teams. And they can definitely go to that. I think overall, special teams can be something that can still separate some teams and get you uh better field position. Still, end up being one of the reasons that help you win games. People just kind of Special teams is very overlooked nowadays. So that was a very, very good voicemail there. Like you don't hear many people a use that term. Gunner, then have that perspective on special teams. Great there, Ant. All right, let's get into the last voicemail for today. This one's from Cole.
4: Hey, what's good, Hayes, and everyone on the uh, Chicago Bears Central podcast. This is Cole. Uh, I've called in a couple times. Uh, haven't been on. Haven't been featured on the podcast yet. But um, I'm, I'm just here to give you my thoughts and. And I'm always going to talk about Justin and the whole Caleb situation cause, just because it's such a hot topic. Um, uh, man, it's like a thing where, um, my heart says, you know, keep Fields. Um, I love Fields to death and my mind kind of goes, you know, draft Caleb a little bit. Um, but really, either way, the, the beautiful thing about this is we are in the best possible scenarios. I mean, you can't lose in this situation. And that's what a lot of Bears fans don't understand is literally if we keep Fields, we win and we'll probably get Marvin Harrison. We, you know, we, we trade Fields and we get Caleb, we also win because that dude has so much potential. So like I am, I'm a Bears fan with reason. You know, I'm done with the whole debate and thing. It's, it's, I, I trust in polls and what, what he, you know, the dis- decision he makes. Uh, I think will be the be the right one, and I think that will set up the bears future um I think more bears fans need to think like this um I'm tired of the whole debating I'm tired of people you know shitting on fields saying he ain't the one after two three years total, but two really solid years of starting football um you know you you just can't do that. some players take you know a little longer than others, but um listen man that that's my old stance on it. And I wish more Bears fans uh, thought like I did. Um, Either way, I'm so, so fucking excited uh, for the future of this team. I really think it's on the uprise. And, uh, yeah, man, that's it. Uh, Chicago up, Bear down. Don't forget it. Um, I hope everyone has a good day. All
0: right. So, listen, I won't say that it's necessarily a win-win. In the sense of the short term, yes, because either you're getting a really nice prospect in Caleb Williams or you're keeping your, your thing going with Justin Fields and you're putting him in a better situation. But here's the thing. I can't say that it's a a for sure win win, because, again, both players still have the opportunity to not work out long term for the Bears. Right. That still exists there. And so from a talent perspective, yes, it's going to be a win win. But I think ultimately you still want to make sure that you're getting this decision right, because that can really change the trajectory of your of your uh, team. If you hit on if you choose the right quarterback that this uh, new offensive staff is really going to be able to get the most out of. Right. That's kind of my thought process on that. Um, but, yeah, I, listen, the Bears sit in a, in a very good situation. This is a year of movement for the Bears, and I think this is a year where the Bears are definitely going to be able to push some things, right? And they and if they make the right signings, have great drafts, which I do expect from, from Ryan Poles because he's going to be smart in the way that he reviews that, this next season that we're talking about, the Bears could be a season that we're finally talking about this Bears team being that playoff team that we're all so desperately needing and wanting to see. So that's my thought process. Great voicemail there. Great voicemails overall. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, ChicagoBearCentral at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-270. See, I almost left the wrong number. 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.